Um, hey, what's up, y'all? It's Will here at Schedule Fly, and I'm excited to have my friend Emily Blunt on the phone. Uh, she's in Oxford, Miss- Oxford, Mississippi, at St. Leo and St. Leo Lounge. Incredible places, uh, and Emily has been on the podcast before, and we've maintained you know communication off and on since then, and just have a lot of respect for her and her team and what they're doing in Oxford, and uh, was really thrilled that uh, she was willing to take some time to catch up today. So, Emily, thank you. Um, yeah, of course. Thank you. Nice to talk and be back. Yeah. I, mean, I wish the circumstances were better, but hey, we're at least... Um, here and and doing well in the moment even if the business uh climate is less than ideal less than ideal is a nice way to put it for sure you know i I guess the have you taken any comfort because i I will say that i i have i will admit that it it's been a little easier i think to psychologically manage through this just knowing that this isn't an outlier one-off thing for you know my family or my bit like we're all you know at various levels we're all in this together and certainly the independent restaurant world has been hit as hard as anybody um but is there yeah does that help at all to kind of go okay well this is horrible but then you know everybody else around me is also dealing with the same thing i yeah i i think that that is a very fair and accurate um statement of the times i mean it's it is horrible for everyone and as you know it really started to um come to light like about what was going to happen which i think for the majority of us was mid-march i closed both places on march 17th um i i have taken a lot of comfort in the fact that we're not alone um and that this isn't a symptom of you know my specific um you know company uh it, it is a symptom of all of you know as you said especially um independent restaurants uh i mean so there is the idea of being in it with a lot of people definitely helps um you know it, it that also feels daunting on the on the way out um and what what this looks like in a number of months but yeah i i I definitely um there's a a sense of community uh in in all of us being stuck at home together (laughs) i guess yeah it's really Uh, weird if that makes sense no well it does i mean because you can literally call basically anybody in the country right now and they're you know at least 99% 99% of them are basically spending all their time in their house um, or their apartment or wherever yeah. they wherever they reside. So, um, well, okay. So before we start recording, you know, we were just talking about what we wanted to discuss today. And, and I mentioned, um, you know, the, the PPP and um, kind of where we are now and uh, what y'all are doing with the business currently, what your hopes and plans are, what changes you may have made for the business potentially going forward. So, um, you, you, have been through the PPP process and that's been successful so far. Yeah. So, um, well, I was mentioning, I, uh, was currently or am currently enrolled in the, um, Goldman Sachs 10,000 small business program, which is, I think it's about a four month program that is usually based all around um, growth opportunities and understanding your business and positioning your business for growth. Um, of course, this is totally unprecedented. So the, the whole program completely pivoted 
and change to crisis management through the COVID-19 um, pandemic. So it's been an amazing opportunity to have access um, to so much information um, about the loans and uh, about the, you know, the products that the SBA is now offering. Um, so I, I have applied for the PPP loan. Um, I've also applied for an idle loan. And I was definitely a little frustrated at first because I had, um, I had been on these webinars with the senators who wrote the you know, payroll protection program, um, and also had, you know, the fortune to be on a, a thing with the head of the SBA and they were so optimistic, but then we weren't hearing anything about it, you know, mm -hmm. the trickle down. Um, but I kind of took a step back and I was like, wow, a program like this, which is so huge, they are working night and day to try to push this out to sure. the people. Um, and so I was, you know, internally, worried and, and um, you know, just kind of concerned about when is this going to actually happen for me. Uh, and then I did hear from my bank that I was approved a few days ago, which was awesome. And it was a huge relief. Um, now, that doesn't mean we know when it will be funded, but I have to assume it will be soon. Um, the last that I understood from uh, the SBA standpoint was that they they are waiting from the for the promissory note from um, between the government and the banks to be finalized before uh, banks actually start funding people. I, I could that could be outdated information at this point. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, I, I believe that that's what people are waiting for. But I think that it's going to be coming soon um, for the idle loan. I was skeptical that it was going to take a very long time to get that. Um, but then I, I got an email today, uh, you know, saying that my, my loan was approved. Um, but then also the website crashed because it's, yeah. <laughs> it's so, so backed up. So I got the, I got the good news in an email and then suddenly it all went away. So I've actually been like trying to click refresh all, all day with no luck. I'll probably try pretty late tonight when, um, maybe the internet traffic is, is not so high. So I guess I'm taking heart in, um, you know, in these signs that things are moving along, even if it it is not, you know, as fast as as one might like. But at the, you know, the truth of it is, we're probably going to be in this situation for quite some time. Um, and I, we got to believe everybody's working hard um, to, you know, solve the problems, get people funded and get to the other side, even though there's also a lot of work to to be done to save our industry. Um, and we're not, you know, out of the woods totally yet, even with both of these products. Mm, agree with that. Well, um, okay. So who's your bank, by the way? Um, I bank with Trustmark in Oxford. Uh, that's who they are pre-approved SBA lender. Yeah. Um, so I um, have been working with them for a while and am doing the PPP through them. Tell you what, the community banks have really had an opportunity to shine through this. Uh, everybody I speak to that's working with a small or a community bank has had, you know, by and large, have had a good experience. Uh, mm -hmm. Folks that are working with some of the larger ones have had a harder time because they can't process, you know, the, they're just overwhelmed and can't do the volume, and, and then they're selecting who can and can't be a part of it. So, well, that's good news to right. hear. Now, let's say you get the funding. Okay, so as it is now, and this may change, 
as it is now, you have to deploy that within eight weeks, um, if I'm understanding correctly. Yeah. Um, How does that work if you're closed? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. You know, I think that this is actually one of the big flaws um, within the program, yeah. um, and this is why it does not work for independent restaurants. Uh, it's it's a pretty risky loan, actually, if you're someone like me. Um, but to be honest with you, I was like, I'm going to p- apply for everything and just see where the chips fall because yeah. um, uh, I felt like that was actually, you know, the more prudent thing to do. But um, I, I don't have a total answer on that, except that at the rate that it's going, if um, my funding comes very close to May 1st, that would put the eight weeks expiring at the end of the program, which is June 30th, mm. which would, um, I think, be a positive because they're going to have no choice but to, I, I think, expand the program. Uh, I would like to retain my employees. I did on May or March 17th. I, I laid off 77 people, which was out of how many? 77 uh, out of oh out of 78 me being the last one so no i mean essentially i, I, clo- I closed Everybody. everything yeah now. okay got um, it. and it was horrible uh yeah. it was it was heartbreaking but i knew that they were going to need to be to get themselves um on unemployment um which the majority of them have done with varying degrees of success of course, you know, with the PPP, you can bring them back on um, or you need to hire up the, you know, the same level that you were at from a full time employee basis. Um, so it, it would it will be challenging, I think, while not being open to get, uh, you know, up to that level while unemployment is also good. Um, I, I think that that's going to be a really big challenge for people um, in, you know, in the restaurant world to get there and not not have a date on when the doors can reopen. Uh, so in that sense, I'm not sure that the PPP is great for people like us, but like I said, I was kind of throwing everything out there and, and seeing where everything um, landed and, and would take shape from there. Well, it's hopefully going to be extended and revised to accommodate mm-hmm more time and to accommodate a time frame that begins when you open your doors, not when you receive funding. And I know that's, that's what I've seen from the um, independent restaurant coalition that's formed. Have yes. you been, are you dialed in? Yes. That? Okay. Following them for sure. Um, and definitely am standing with them on all of the asks that, uh, are you know being generated out of that and i think that i think that all of that is is really important and i'm very much hoping that that um is what ends up coming out of this because i mean as you know we employ so much of the american workforce we generate so much of the revenue that is um so crucial to communities and you know we're going to need that help well, and you you pay a lot of people. You have a lot of vendors. You have land. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. amount of real estate um, that's involved with this 
is is insane. I mean, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of restaurants, hundreds of thousands of small businesses, millions and millions of people, 13, 15 million people working in restaurants and um, yeah. upstream and downstream. It's, it's very significant. So, well, hopefully I, I've been pleased to see that group form quickly. It seems to be being run very well. It's evolved and changed uh, rapidly in, in good ways. They're getting a lot of signatures on this um, piece mm-hmm. that they're trying the to pass through. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this letter, you know, I, I, I mean, when I signed it the other day, there was already 20-something thousand signatures, I think, and um, I'm sure that's just growing uh, significantly every day by thousands. So saverestaurants.com, if you are listening, check that out and uh, go put your name on it, get your staff to put your na- their name on it. It's it, Well, I mean, assuming you agree with it, but it's it certainly is geared to take this legislation that was passed, you know, quickly and for good, you know, that's good. It's good to see the government, you know, when you need the government to step up and do something quickly. But the way it was crafted is not necessarily, you know, perfectly suited for independent restaurants. And the changes that this group is requesting seem to be pretty tight and pretty very well aligned with what y'all need. So I'm, I'm very pleased to see that and I hope that they're successful. Yeah, me too. I am um, signing all of that and passing all of that on and really, really hoping for the best outcome with all of that. What's, what is Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program? So Goldman Sachs, I, I don't know exactly how long ago, but I, quite some time made a commitment to helping um, small businesses across America. Um, and so they created this program, which is uh, – it's really like, and you know, I, I hope if any anyone out there is listening to this, I'm doing it justice by describing it. But it's like a crash course uh, in business, the business school uh, for people who already own and operate small businesses, which they um, acknowledge as being, you know, the backbone of our country. Sure. So Agreed. they made this commitment, and you join uh, or you apply, and you. Uh, you go and you and you get this pretty amazing both uh, well there's regional um outposts and then i was a part of the national cohort which uh is online and then meets two times in um at babson college in um in massachusetts right outside of boston and so unfortunately uh i actually was supposed to go next week for our second face-to-face which has obviously been canceled but i did go uh at the end of february and it's it's a pretty fantastic uh program with just so many facets what they've put into it is is really um unbelievable so you do a lot online there's um a lot of you know webexing and virtual learning and then you come together and you know, its main goal is, um, or has been, um, you know, positioning and um, learning how to grow your business. Uh, and then in this case, when the crisis struck, um, we had three weeks of pivoting where they really did their best to provide us with the tools to help us navigate through the crisis. And a lot of those tools were connecting um with you know people who had information about the loans and and actually i think that they just came out with their they're doing a small business um i think it's a grant program um as well i think that they've committed like some certain millions of dollars to it which is also pretty amazing um 
but you know, you, it's, a, it's an opportunity to network with other business owners all across the country. And yeah, you know, I just, I think the more business people talk to business people, especially small businesses, the, um, the more powerful and, uh, you know, wiser everyone becomes. So it's, it's been incredible. And I, I think that I'm in the nine thousands of how many people they have, um, you know, had through this program. Uh, so all to say, I think it might be ending soonish, but I also think that the, the success of the program over all of the years has been so massive that they'll probably continue it in some way, shape or form. Uh, oh, so, okay. So it's not 10,000 businesses that spend four months working on this. You, this has been a, a growing group that will, that will peak at 10,000. Yes. Yeah. So they committed to helping 10,000 small businesses. And I, I believe that the program has been going on for, I mean, I'm going to get this number wrong because I don't actually know it, but it's been going on for a number of years, five okay. plus years. Okay. Got it. Um, and, and so, but I, I believe that because like I said, I think I'm like 9,300 and you know, something they're getting close to hitting the 10,000 mark. Um, but from when I was in Babson with them in February, they were saying that the, the program had been so successful that, uh, it was hard for them to imagine not continuing it in some way, way, shape or form. Okay. And so I really encourage anybody out there who, um, you know, wants to dive deeper and work on their business rather than in their business to go to 10KSB. I think it's 10KSB.com or something, or just go to Goldman Sachs and look it up. Um, but to, to look into the program, it's been, it's been truly fantastic. Okay. Is this some, okay. So when you, you apply for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then if you're accepted, you are then a, a member for, for life, I guess. Is that well, you'll always be an alum. Um, so you alum. start the okay. program um, and you go through the program like they have a fall semester and a spring semester each year. Uh, and then you there's, you know, a good amount of coursework that that goes into it. And then um, it comes to an end. And I, I mean, I think they have like a 98 percent graduation rate from the program. OK, um, they have the stats are amazing, really. Uh, but yeah. So then once you graduate, they definitely keep you very much connected. There's like a lot of alumni um, gatherings and, um, you know, kind of offshoot type of things. Uh, they also have an app where you can connect with all of the alumni and um, specifically people in your industries and things like that. Hmm. So it's um, it, I, I feel like it was as much as it's I'm also not going through the actual program because it pivoted so much. On the other hand, um, you know, in this time of just such great uncertainty, it's been it's been very comforting to have a group of business people who, you know, you can walk through this with together and, and hear how everybody else is managing and figuring out creative ways to keep their businesses alive. And um, yeah, it's it's been it's been good. Okay, cool. Well, that's really interesting. I didn't really realize, I'll be honest, I just didn't know Goldman Sachs was that committed to a small business. I'd like to get in touch with some folks there. I wonder if there's opportunities for, if Goldman Sachs is interested in, you know, if they have a grant program or just in looking at, you know, particularly the independent restaurant world, um, yeah, you know, in the small uh, business world, if they're interested in, because I, I kind of feel like, 
well, I won't name any brands, but I've, I've spoken to some brands through this where I feel like there's a real opportunity for companies that are, um, that, that have a long view, okay, and value what small businesses do, and particularly, you know, in our case, what independent restaurants do and, and how valuable they are to their community. I feel like there's an opportunity for, if we can, if we can get ourselves in front of some good brands that, that want to provide some sort of a meaningful service or offering or something like that, not just like a quick one-time thing, but something that shows they're, they're behind your industry, I think that would be a wise, Oops. at least the way I look at it, uh, if I were on the other side of that and I were a brand that, you know, realized, gosh, there's, I mean, this this industry is the second largest employer in the country behind the federal government. So, if you yeah. get behind that in the industry, uh, sure, there's going to be some folks that won't make it, and and in the industry may uh, retract a little bit for the short term. But long term, if you align your brand with with an industry like this, this is a very loyal group of people, just generally speaking, uh, who love what they do. And if you get behind them, I think that that's a good decision. So that's a long way to say that way to say that maybe I should try to uh, get in touch with some folks at Goldman Sachs. I definitely think so, and I will pass on any information. I know I've gotten some about the fund that they um, have committed to. I don't believe that the process has started yet. Yeah. Um, but I'll I'll pass on um, the information. Yeah, please do. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's like I said, it's it's been an, a pretty great resource in, in a time like this. Well, you know, it's, um, and I know you have a, a call here in a few minutes, so I'll, I will wrap it up, but this is, look, I mean, there's an opportunity right there. I, you know, I don't know how many people are going to listen to this episode. I do know that our podcast is getting a lot of traction and we're getting more and more listeners all the time, particularly with this series. So Goldman Sachs, you know, oh. there you go. Uh, yeah. free advertising. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel like I just went on and on about it. Hey, that's, um, that's, this what this is for though. If people, you know, people or businesses or whatever are doing things that are meaningful and helpful to independent restaurants right now. I, I want to, I, I want to tell the world about it. That's why I asked who your yeah. bank is too, because you know, it's nice to know, uh, give some props to some of these banks out there. Cause I know they're snowed under and they're working really hard trying to figure this stuff out and they have risk because if they don't, comply the exact right way then they could lose their yeah. sba so there's a lot of pressure on them too and um so I, I give them a lot of credit the ones that are you know going through this and making it work for their for their customers for y'all um definitely yeah i will also tell you so the reason i actually found out about the um the 10ksb program is when i did the james beard women and entrepreneurial leadership program oh, yeah. which if you are a woman um who is in entrepreneurial leadership. If you own a restaurant or are a chef owner, I highly recommend people apply for that program. It's unbelievable. And it was also at Babson. Um, mm. And so that's how I actually ended up finding out about the 10KSB program. Um, and also shout out to the James Beard grant um, grants that they are, are uh, in the process of distributing because I, I did receive um, one from them last week, and that was pretty phenomenal. And, I mean, just in a moment of total darkness to receive a grant, um, you know, m money that uh, it doesn't have to be paid back feels pretty surreal, actually. Um, yeah. But, so I, I just want to give a huge shout-out to them and, and what they're doing and how they are trying to also support the, the restaurant community through this. 
it's big. I don't know the folks there, but I've always admired what they do, and I think that they uh, are are really shining right now for for that reason, uh, or a lot of reasons. But I mean, that's certainly one of them. It's, it shows that they're really truly behind um, y'all and and what you're doing, and uh, that's great. So good, yeah. Shout out to James Beard Foundation for sure. Um, yeah. Well, let me ask you one last question. I'll let you roll. Do you have have there been other than things like that? In terms of business and you know how you operate and what you do uh, and the just your business model, have there been any silver linings or anything that's because you've been forced to revisit this that you've you know, things you've said you know what we can this will make our business better in this way? Yeah, I um, I really am viewing this. Uh, and let me tell you that, you know, like the first two weeks, like right when we made the decision, um, I, I felt totally grief stricken and like, I was just really walking through a storm like that, you know, that foggy feeling where you're not really seeing clearly, but since we've had, I've had a little bit more time with it. I, I feel like this is actually a massive opportunity to, uh, take the best of what I was doing before and hopefully shed the parts of my business that weren't working in a, in a great way. Um, and I think that we all have those parts Yeah. and that's not to say that, you know, we're going to reemerge and be uh, perfect. That will never happen. But I do think that this is, um, you know, just, it's a once in a lifetime and I'm knocking on wood as I say that, opportunity to really kind of rewrite um some things and and to really examine some things and put into play i i I can't imagine i mean i've said this to a couple of people but i'm like anybody who re-emerges from this not profoundly changed i don't know what they're doing how i mean you know we're seeing the cracks we're seeing you know the inequity we're seeing so many issues and it doesn't mean it's going to be fixed overnight, but I think it's a real opportunity to look at how we operate our businesses, how we interact, how we live our personal lives mm. and to come out, you know, stronger and, and better. Love hopefully. it. Love it. Well, so, I agree. And you got to have that optimism. Um, otherwise this will, this could just bring you down personally, professionally and everything else. And I, I I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, it's a unfortunate way for that to happen, but but a lot of good can yeah. come from this, and and, and will. Um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be another side. We just we got to wade through this all together right now, yeah. and we'll be happy when um, when we reach that 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 magical um, mythical other side. I guess. Um, well, thank you so much, Will. I hope I didn't ramble on too much. No, it was I, I so awesome. appreciate you reaching out, um, and it's always a great pleasure to talk to you. It's always a great pleasure to talk to you too. And uh, I, one last thing is, when you uh, have a chance, uh, if you look at our Instagram page, we've been getting people that are on the podcast to do, you know, quarantine selfies. So if you have a chance, uh, shoot okay. me a pic when I post your episode. I'll I'll toss that up there. Okay, if I'm if I'm still in pajamas, I'm gonna we assume that that's like what everybody's <laughs> looking like because I haven't made it very far today. <laughs> no, anytime. I mean, in, in, no rush on that either. Um, so okay. just whenever you have a chance, cool. yeah, no rush at all. In fact, because I've got like three or four, I still haven't even put up over the last couple of days. We're doing a lot of episodes, which is which is great. But um, nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll check it out for sure. Thanks, um, Emily. 
All right. Well, take it easy and stay safe, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Will. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one. Take care. You too. All right. Bye. Bye.